You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Palicki is a writer, a wonderful fellow, a fine guy to eat Chinese food with, and I'm going to call him an activist because he's been giving money to the ACLU all year long, and he is our guest this week on Word Bros. Yeah, Eric's pretty awesome. So, I mean... Introduce yourself, Kevin. Oh, I forgot to introduce myself? Yes. Well, people should know me by now. We're well, like not, a- but you still have to introduce yourself. People, they need to hear that. Hey, I'm Kevin, and I'll go. Hey, hey. I'm Kevin. And I say, Hey, I'm Bob, and you're listening. In a different voice. Yes. Can I say it in like a really sleazy, like Muppet Show voice? Yeah, like, do whatever you want. Hey, I'm Kevin. <laughs> that was pretty good. And I'm Bob, and you're listening to Word Bros. This is an extra Word Bros this week because our our boy Eric has a, a Kickstarter. It's called This Nightmare Kills Fascists. It ends, I think, yeah. next. It ends next Wednesday, so we couldn't get everything lined up properly. So we're putting this out on Friday for you. So give it a good listen and uh, listen to Eric Palicki talk about his Kickstarter. It's really impressive, man. It's the Kickstarter. Yeah, it, it's it's a good one. They got a lot of good dudes on this book. Got a lot, a lot of, of good um, creators from everywhere. Um, T um, Teeny is on there, who who's done stuff with um, Top Cow. I, I saw Katie Rex is on there. Um, she's done some great stuff. Your 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 boy, uh, um, what's his name there, who looks just like you, uh, 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 De- Christian Debari. <laughs> yes, Kevin. He he's he's a writer. He sells Coca Cola products, and in his spare time, he's a Christian Debari impersonator. Uh, uh, yes, I'm a Chris Debari cosplayer. Yeah, so it kind of works out. So yeah, so this is a really good Kickstarter. They get a lot of really great rewards. They got, dude. I mean, they have script reviews and stuff, but I don't want to talk too much about it. We'll let Eric talk about everything because he knows all about it. So we'll let Eric talk about the uh, the Kickstarter, and you can listen to that now. All right, we are live here with Eric Palicki, uh, full-time writer now, huh? Eric, tell me all about that. Well, yeah, yeah, my, uh, I, was, uh, I was doing a day job as a technical writer, so I guess I've always been a full-time writer, but I was doing, uh, my day job was doing some technical writing work for uh, an engineering department out of Columbus, Ohio, and having moved to Seattle recently, I, uh, that uh, period of employment ended and so I'm going to make a go of it just doing freelance and I've got you know the comic stuff and then I've got a couple other um, writing gigs lined up on the more creative side doing some uh, some articles some internet content yeah buddy I'm a content creator now wow that's the second time on this podcast we've heard that term and yeah I'm, I grow more jealous every day that I can't create more content man but that's awesome so, because um, right now you have in stores, you have No Angel from Black Mask. Yes, how's that going? 
uh, just wrapped up. The fourth issue came out last Wednesday as we record this, so the 28th. Okay. Um, And then, uh, yeah, that went well. You know, the response has been pretty good across the board for that book. And, you know, that was co-written with my sister, uh, put out by Black Mask. Uh, Great little, you know, piece of uh, rural noir with a a fantasy uh, twist to it. That's cool. And it's cool to be with Black Mask because they do great books. It's like you automatically get cred right off the bat because that little label, that little label up there, man. So that's, a, that's, that's good for you, man. Congratulations. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm thrilled to be part of the, the Black Mask family, as we call each other. <laughs> is, that, is that the ad? Do you guys have like t-shirts and stuff? We don't. We have a secret handshake. Oh, but, really? Yeah. I'd ask you to show me, but then it wouldn't be a secret anymore. Right. Then we'd have to, uh, you know, I mean, I, those, there's some hardcore punks in that, in that publishing house. So I, <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to get my face stomped by a bunch of punks. It's, uh, it, I'm too old for that. I'm too old. But the main reason why you're here, well, before we, I guess before we get to this nightmare kills fascists, are we going to collect uh, no angel? Is that going to be a trade that we can pick up soon? Yeah, it's, it'll be, uh, it probably will not be out till towards uh, the holiday, maybe a little bit after. Nice. Um, because uh, it's so cutthroat getting things out in the fourth quarter as yes. a comic publisher, you kind of get steamrolled by larger publications trying to hit that Christmas rush. So yes. it'll probably be January-ish. We'll see a trade. Okay. But, but there's definitely going to be a trade with some original content, some cool uh, some cool treats for the, uh, the people who pick up the trade. Excellent. Now, the main reason we're here is because we want to talk about your Kickstarter, This Nightmare Kills Fascists, because you, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little bit of credit here because you are not only a comic book creator. You're not only a writer. You're also, I'm going to say you're an activist. You have a set of beliefs and you believe, and, and your beliefs compel you to do things creatively, which is pretty killer, man. You're like Bob Dylan of comics. Tell me all about the, this nightmare that kills fascists. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, one thing I want to, I wanted to talk about with, in regards to this book and that, and I'll get to it by means of a segue uh, this Nightmare Kills Fascist is uh, Matt Miner and I, who is also, you know, um, a very politically active comic book writer, uh, got together last year, and he had a couple of politically minded horror stories that he wanted to produce. He didn't know, he didn't have a, a venue for them. And just sort of idly on Twitter, I said, well, hell, let's put a collection together and, and kickstart it. And things led to things, and it, it was kind of born out of last year's presidential election when we just, there was just a general sense of unease. Um, and I think that kind of extends across the whole political spectrum. You know, you can say you're Republican or Democrat, liberal, conservative, whatever, however you self on the spectrum. It is kind of a crazy. So we wanted to do horror stories that allowed us to channel that sort of unease and tell stories um, that would give us sort of a, a chance to, to, to vent, to tell our stories, to sort of to, to be the, um, you know, our way of communicating how we were feeling. Uh, and after just the two of us got together, we re- started reaching out to some of our comics friends and Matt did. 90% of the heavy lifting here, but we, <laughs> you know, uh, 
you know, some of that Black Mask family I was talking about. So we've got uh, Teeny Howard, Katie Rex, uh, Fabian Lillet. Uh, they're joining us. Um, we've got Justin Jordan, uh, uh, Vita Ayala, Chris Sabella, Ryan Ferrier. It is, it's a pretty good mix. And no matter, unless I actually show you the list and read every name off, I'm sure I'm forgetting some, some choice cuts from this list. Um, it's, it's just a really good all-star cast of, uh, you know, young new voices in comics. That's awesome. And I'm really thrilled about the book as it's coming together. And we're doing everything in this because they're horror stories, uh, this black and white um, sort of lo-fi, creepy, eerie vibe to it. It's, That's it's awesome. Looking great. I dig that. Now this is, um, you're going to do, how many pages are we looking at here? Because this, uh, this thing looks like a monster because it's just from the list of creators you have on this, on this book. So when we started, uh, when we started planning it out, um, I was very meticulous in doing my cost analysis. Like how much, <laughs> do we have to, how much do we have to raise to put out X number of pages? Um, one of the things we're doing is, is we have set aside a part of the campaign funds to make sure that our artists and writers uh, get paid. It's not like, it's not, you know, they're not getting rich off of this, but we did, you know, we are going to pay them a little bit for their time. Um, and we had initially said 160 pages, but as I was doing the math and the quotes came back from the printers, uh, and you heard it here first, this is a word bros, uh, exclusive, uh, it's going to jump up to 176 pages. That's killer. 176 pages. That's awesome. 76 pages of black and white horror content. I'm pretty that, excited. That's really awesome. So you get 176 pages of politically driven uh, horror content, and you're just going to balls to the walls with this thing. Yes, and and as I wanted to like to make clear earlier for your listeners that you know might not necessarily share my specific and really weird set of political beliefs, is aside from political horror. You know, that was the that was the thought starter for the for the writers and artists that were joining us. So we didn't say it has to be progressively minded or it has to sort of fit into the, you know, you know, only people who voted for Bernie can be in this in this book. <laughs> it's know. a Bernie Bros book. Right, right, right. So it's 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 it, it covers the full spectrum. And, you know, there are a lot of, as I said before, young voices, a lot of people that have worked for publications that you can probably guess <laughs> where they fall on the political spectrum based on the fact that, you know, they've done books for Black Mask, for example. So, but, like, that was never part of the, uh, uh, that was never part of the, uh, the, 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 the project itself was it has to be from any one political. Yes. Area. And people did sort of, you know, we've got people like uh, Ryan Lindsay, who just did a really great book for Black Mask called Beautiful Canvas, first issue just launched, and he's, he's Australian. Um, so his his perspective on on the world politics is very different than an American's. Yes. Uh, just to give you one example, we've got you know we've got people coming in from lots of different places. Ariella Christentina, who draws insects for AfterShock, is is joining us, and she lives in Indonesia. So her perspective is going to be very different again than an American. So you're not just saying this is just a bunch of dudes who got together, a bunch of dudes and ladies who got together that were mad. Uh, about Trump winning, and they're just, just this is going to be 176 pages of bashing Trump. This is just no, no, kind no, of no. kind of bashing the system as a whole, if you will. It's just a little discourse, which is good every now and then. Everybody loves discourse. Yeah, and I, absolutely, we didn't want to make these just the, these crude polemical statements that were you know just us smashing a keyboard in anger. We wanted to tell <laughs> some sort of nuanced stories that just kind of 
you know, they, they display the general uh, environment in which we, we live right now. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about it too, this is a, the perfect kind of scenario to do it in because if you remember, I'm sure you were a fan, it was just July 4th. Uh, every July 4th, the uh, Sci-Fi Network runs the Twilight Zone for 24 hours. And the Twilight Zone is one of the most politically charged pieces of fiction ever created. Oh, absolutely. It, it really has no, I mean, you, watching this program, you know that uh, uh, we're not a fan of Nazis watching Twilight Zone here. They kind of bash on those guys, but everything else is kind of, kind of open to interpretation almost. Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we wanted to tell something. We wanted it to, like, again, like I think nuance is the word and, and letting these creators all of them attack this, this theme of political horror from, from their own personal angle. And I was really pleased that we didn't have anything that's just, you know, someone doing 12 pages of, of Trump getting tortured in new and interesting ways or, or you know, Hillary getting run out of town on a rail. Um, you know, those, those weren't the kind of stories that people turned in. And I was really impressed with, with all the pitches that came in and all of the different uh, ways that, uh, that people uh, up, approach the book. You know, my story, I'm doing a story with, uh, with Don Cardenas. I love Don. Yeah, Don's great, right? Yeah, Don's um, a good dude. And we're doing a story just kind of about the role of, of the media, which is a hot button issue. And it's not about fake news, but it's definitely about, it's a very personal story about, you know, what it means to be a journalist especially in the modern era. That's cool. I dig that. And it's cool too, because if you go through the Kickstarter and you're looking at all the rewards here, you're not just giving away books. I mean, you're giving away collections from people that have, uh, have contributed stories. You can get a Ryan Ferrier pack here. You can get your script reviewed by, by people, which is very cool. How did you come up with some of these ideas? These are really great rewards. Well, we, what we did is when, when we started to get, people who who got on board we we asked them what would you be willing to donate and a lot of people said well we can donate you know some of our our comps or some of our our copies of our books or um like uh you know ryan is a good example uh farrier he donated both uh a collection of his book curb stomp which is a great boom trade he did so that that's just one example is you can get um, curb stomp and a copy of this nightmare kills fascists as a bundle and then also as a separate reward he also volunteered his time to do a um a script review so that's amazing aspiring writer you can uh you can jump in and have you know get on skype for 30 minutes and and talk to ryan about your script that's amazing because, I mean, like, that's the kind of insight that you just can't get from anybody. I mean, Farrier has been doing this now full time probably for like four years. He's had books that have won all kinds of awards and you can give this dude your 24-page script and he'll kind of, I don't want to say help you out with it, but he's going to give you some sound advice. That's, that's a really great reward. Right. And there's a, there's a, there's about uh, a half dozen of us writers who have volunteered that particular reward. So you can kind of pick and choose based on, you know, what are the sensibilities of your writing style and your script? You know, if you want, you know, if, you know, if, if the kind of things that Ferrier writes are similar to what you think you write, then that's a good choice. Or you can pick me or Matt Miner threw one in or uh, Erica Schultz, who's another, you know, great writer. No, Erica's awesome different, different sensibility and, and Katie Rex. 
So, uh, you, you know, you've got lots of options. Forrest Helvey, who is a, uh, um, a comics writer, but he's also a PhD and a, uh, a journalist for Newsarama. So he's kind of comes at it from a very uh, a much more academic standpoint. I mean, the list of people you got for this thing, it's really impressive. I mean, you've got some really big, heavy hitters. This is impressive. Like, did you put out like feelers to your pals or was this just like a, hey, a lot of like-minded folks um, kind of on Twitter? You just kind of went to, how did you collect them all? Well, it, it started as these are people that have been, you know, my friends as I have made my way through the the ranks of the you know, uh, the, the minor leagues, I guess. Is what <laughs> I always say, I always say that, uh, uh, old Durham is the, the best movie ever made about working in indie comics. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and, and a lot of guys, you know, um, now, now in bull Durham, are you crash or are you nuke? Which one are you? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'm crash. Okay. And I always say that because, you know, like I did, like I did that 15 page story for Marvel. So like it's, it's just like with Crash, you know, like he went to the show one time for a couple yeah. of weeks, came back. They, they carry your bags up at the show. Right. <laughs> right. right. I'm never going to make it to the show for long because I've got fungus on my shower shoes. Yeah, that's awesome. I lo- that's <laughs> one of my, the, as baseball films go, that is one of my all-time favorites. Yes. It's hard to find a better baseball film than Bull Durham. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's the best movie ever made about baseball. You have you have an audience that likes the major league version of baseball, but that's kind of dumbed down. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I feel like uh, uh, Bull Durham's a little bit more realistic. And then if you go sentimental, you can watch things like The Natural or, or Feel uh, the Dreams. Feel right. the Dreams. I can't I can't watch that movie without crying like a like a little baby every time. I can't help it. It just it, it just gets me right there. Right there. Right. But to answer your question, like that's a lot of those guys. Uh, you know, are people I've known for years, and some of them have. You know, like Justin Jordan, like we, we sort of came up together on various, you know, Warren Ellis uh, uh, message boards, the Warren Ellis forum or the engine or, or whatever the other uh, forums that he's done. So, you know, it's great that Justin has has really, you know, his his star is continuing to rise. But, you know, he jumped in almost in, immediately when we when we approached him with the project. And then, you know, some of these these great artists like Ariella had done you know, prior to her work with Marvel and then with, with Aftershock, um, she jumped in because she's done some work. She did some work with uh, Matt for his very first Black Mask book, Liberator. So, you know, she was eager to, to jump in and help out. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's been, a, it's, and it's a great crew of, of people. I'm, I'm really excited and thrilled with the, you know, you know, we, we get a lot of different perspectives. You know, it's not all, it's not all a bunch of white dudes. Which is good because haven't we had enough to say for long enough? Right. You know, that's fantastic. So, so this thing is going on for another eight more days. Uh, you guys are around what five G's away from hitting your goal. I got a good feeling. I got a good feeling. Yeah, I have a good feeling too. I think that we're, we're, we're good. If you look at, you know, the websites like kick track or whatever that, that, you know, looks at trend data and can tell you, you know, it projects that you're going to get there. We're right at the line right now. Okay. Um, so every, know, every little bit helps is what you're saying. Exactly. And I would love to just to get like a last minute bump so we could hit our first stretch goal because our first stretch goal is going to be a big giant download of digital comics. Um, other work produced by 
the entire spectrum of people who worked on the book. Wow. Um, you know, so you're going to end up getting 400 pages of extra material. Digitally. Holy smokes. Um, and what's important about that though, is if we hit our first stretch goal, it's not going in my pocket. It's going to go to the, the writers and artists that have donated, you know, I, I, I shouldn't say donated, but have, have agreed to work on this book for a drastically reduced page rate. Okay. That's the most, that's the most important thing was the, the stretch goals let me give more back to the creators that have, have decided to do this book with us or have, have agreed to do this book with us. That's awesome. That's fantastic. I'm really, I'm really hoping this thing works out. I mean, I'm looking at your Kickstarter right now. You have 289 backers. Holy shit. That's a lot of people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And, and only like, and only like four of them are relatives. Of mine. <laughs> but when, when you came up with like, I, because I know a lot of uh, creatives and kind of comic people, they toy around with the idea of doing the Kickstarter. Like, how did you come up with the 20,000? Like, how was that your number? And I mean, like, when you typed it in and hit send to Kickstarter, did you feel your testicles kind of shrink up a little bit? Like, holy shit, this is a lot of money? Or did you kind of think that this is, this is going to be a, a, an easy one for you? Uh, it's a little of both, right? <laughs> I wanted to make again, absolutely certain that I could, I could, I could pay these people for their yes. time. Um, and that's where the lion's share of the money goes. Um, you know, but you, you look at, I mean, holy, holy hell, trying to ship something to Australia, it would be cheaper <laughs> for me to buy a plane ticket and hand deliver every book. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you do a lot of math. And like I said, I crunched the numbers very carefully. Um, and I gave myself just another enough wiggle room that, like I said, we're going to be able to expand the book out. And that's, that's awesome. an 11th hour decision. Actually, I haven't even told Matt Miner that we're doing that yet. So uh -oh. for this tomorrow uh, or whenever you end up posting it, he's going to, he's going to flip the shit. Okay. Perfect. Well, that's on you. I don't want to, I don't want to get in the middle no. of this. No, I'm going to say it was all Bob's fault. No, I didn't do it. I had nothing. It was all Kevin. He's not here. So he can't defend himself. It yes. was all Kevin. Kevin did it. It's all his fault. So we're we're looking at a we're looking at a hardbound. Is this hardbound? No, it's going to be a soft cover. Okay, soft cover. Cool. Okay, that's fantastic. And you yeah. just 176 pages of black and white politically charged stories available on Kickstarter right now. Brought to you by people like Ryan Ferrier and Erica Schultz and Ryan Lindsay and Andrew Shaw. And I mean, this list is. I mean, dude, this is like. I mean, this is. This would be like a young comedian special of, of comics. These are all up and coming dudes or, and, and ladies and people that are just, that are just doing really great things right now in comics. It's awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just, I am stoked beyond measure. We just, uh, we just added, uh, uh, Ryan Katie, who is, uh, the co uh, Teeny Howard's co-writer on Magdalena. For wow. And, so, uh, so as this thing is going on, you're still adding creators to this list. It's, it's, uh, that's a bit of a misnomer. We have a few unannounced creators. Okay. We were, uh, we were holding back to kind of use as announcements just because you always want to kind of keep an engagement with your, with your backers. So it's a good option to, to send an announcement or, um, uh, you know, then, then I can, I can post on, you know, on Twitter, like, hey, it's really excited to welcome Ryan Katie and Philip CV to the to the project. Uh, so you're, what you're doing here is you're letting yeah. you're letting some of the word bros behind the curtain, dude. That's nice. I dig that. 
Yes, exactly. That's, that's very cool. Exactly. Well, so when you run your uh, your next Kickstarter, you know what to do. Yeah, and well, part of this podcast too, it's like for people who want to figure out how to make comics because you know that you sit at a table at a show and people come up to you with their crackpot ideas and how do you do this? How do you do this? So Kevin and I figured, why not try to talk some people through it? You know, like make yourself appear to be an expert and maybe one day you will be. And that's kind of what this is, exactly, smoke right? and mirrors. You make it. Yeah, fake, fake it until it. you make it. So we're, we're faking it. We're faking it pretty good here at the Word Bros. Now, Eric, what else you got coming up on the uh, the horizon? You got anything else that you can talk about? Um, you know, I have a uh, a sixteen page story that will be um, that's going to appear in the uh, Imminent Press Terminal Anthology series. That's uh, they cool. Just, they just did their first Kickstarter uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, they got a, they got a ton of great creators involved with that, and I'll be in what what will be issue three of the series, which will be kickstarted along with issue four, probably in August or September. Nice. So that's a story I'm really excited about. Um, and then I've got I just handed in a script for a, um, a Manchester uh, tribute anthology uh, that uh, Mad Cat Comics is going to be putting out digitally. A Manchester tribute? Yeah, well, uh, much like the uh, much like Love is Love was yes. intended to be a tribute to the unfortunate events in Orlando, um, this tribute will be uh, a trip. Well, a a book to raise some funds for the the Manchester Arena. That's uh, awesome. Attack uh, earlier this year. Yes, that was. I mean, we're not the- going to raise Ariana Ariana Grande money. But we'll do what our what we can. That was good because I had no idea how to pronounce her first or last name. I am so, just I'm just guessing. You did. You guessing, know, that, so it's, like now it's on me. Either way, right? But you did a really good job with that. I was very proud. You fooled me right there. How is Seattle treating you, sir? Seattle is is fantastic. Don't let anyone lie to you. This weather is beautiful. It's cool. <laughs> um, there's there has not been a cloud in the sky for three days. Really? Yeah. It's it's wow. been gorgeous. You know, and, and we kind of eased into the summer while the rest of the country was, was in the middle of that heat wave. Mm-hmm. We were in the 60s, and there was a cool breeze, and I could walk down to the, uh, the ocean, and I can stand there, and I can, I can look at the ocean, and then I can turn around, and I can see the Cascades. So you can't beat that. So how is it for a Midwest boy? Because you're from Columbus, Ohio. How is it uh, uh, for a Midwest boy to be able to see the ocean? Is it cool? Do you dig it? Oh, I love it. I love being able to see the ocean and I love to be like in a part of the world that isn't completely flat. Cause you know, Ohio it's, it's flat. Um, yeah, I dig it. You know, food, people are great. Weather is, is much better than advertised. You know, there are more cloudy days in Columbus, Ohio in a year than there are in Seattle, Washington. Really? Yes. The only thing is, is that, uh, Seattle kind of gets them all at once. Okay. <laughs> so, so mid-October hits, and we don't see the sun again until February. See, that's the way I feel it is here in Cincinnati, too. Like, all the clouds just kind of settle in the valley, and then the sun goes away in November and comes back in February, and then you just got to kind of deal with the gray. It's that gray, man. It gets you. But you seem to be doing well out there. I mean, you're a, you're a full-time comic book writer now, my man, and you got this hot Kickstarter, uh, what, This Nightmare Kills Fascists. It's yes. going on for a couple more days. Throw some bucks at that as quickly as you can. I mean, dude, this thing is really impressive, and I'm really happy for you. It's very cool. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I think I think people are going to dig the book. Um, I'm really happy. You know, we've started to get uh, 
uh, full stories are starting to come in now as, as the creators are, uh, are finishing up their work. Um, and that's, that's, that's a really nice feeling to sort of know that, you know, this is a real thing now. Yeah. Um, and uh, nightmarekickstarter.com. We went ahead and, and bought a redirect domain. So Look at you. To, uh, That's big time right there. Yeah. So, I, I dig it. And then that awesome cover by Ben Bishop. Did yeah, the, uh, the cover is great. Yeah, that was all Ben. And great. He's been doing covers for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles over at IDW, and he uh, he jumped on board this thing for us. That's so. awesome. So this this thing is very cool. You got a lot of heavy hitters on this thing. I'm really impressed. And again, I, when I say this, I, I completely meet it. I mean, you were one of the good dudes in comics. I want to say that what in the beginning of the year you announced that you were going to donate all of the proceeds from your self published book to the uh, American Civil Liberties Union. Correct. Yes. So anything that. Uh, of mine, so I can't control the money that goes to my Darby Pop book or uh, to No Angel. But yes. anything that I'm, all my self-published work that's that's available through Comicsology Submit all year, it's going to the uh, the ACLU. That's amazing. That's very cool, and it's stuff that you don't even have to do, but you just choose to do it because again, you're one of those dudes that you put your money where your mouth is, literally and figuratively. Like you want to help, so you're doing the best that you can to help. So that's awesome. Right. If I could give more, I would, but. You know, it is what it is. Hey, man, you got you to gotta give what you can give. You know what I mean? At least you're reaching in. You know, you inspired me to give some of the money from my Patreon uh, for a month to the uh, American Civil Liberties Union. Because I was like, you know what, man, if Eric can do something like that, that's a really cool thing. I was impressed and I was moved by your gesture. So I even went and, you know, uh, dipped into the old uh, Patreon fund and gave some of that money away. Because, again, like you can complain and retweet and, 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 and moan about things that are going on or you can actually do something. And that's right very on, that's, that, that's very cool that you did something. I, yeah, I, you too, man. And you're continuing to do something. And this book is a big something. It's a very impressive something. Well, I appreciate that. And then there's Kevin. Who's there's Kevin. He's like, like, I'm keeping all my money. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no money to keep. <laughs> and to that's be fair, Kevin gives more money to more Kickstarters than any human being I've ever met before <laughs> in my whole life. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure he just has a, a wing of his house that is just Kickstarter rewards. I, actually, like I try and back more digital stuff now, so I don't have as much books piling up in this corner over here that I haven't read. Well, then you will dig uh, Poliki's Kickstarter because if they hit their stretch goal, all kinds of digital stuff. Well, I actually want that one to read. See, so it's like it's weird because like I'll back people's Kickstarters if they're like, uh, well, you know, um, it's hard times and we're only doing digital, like. I, sometimes I back with no reward. I've shown you that before. We, we You do it too. Yes. You do it too. Well, because I don't like to back and make people go to the post office if they don't have to. Yeah. I think, like, you know. If I really want to read it though, I'm like, I'm sorry. I really want your book. So yeah, you're going to have to send it to me. So like, are you going to have this book to sell at shows that you're appearing at once it's, once it's finished, Eric? Yes, yes, yes. I will. And um, unless something unusual happens and we end up clearing out our entire uh projected print run via the the kickstarter and that's not really likely because if we hit those kind of numbers we will just have enough to double the print run um but um all of the creators that are involved will have some comps that's awesome i'm sure that they'll make available for uh for for sale at shows and what shows are you doing out there on the west coast my man where are you going to be this summer 
this summer, um, I don't have any more table shows this summer, but I'll be at San Diego walking around. Cool. Uh, riding my sister's coattails to glory, which is the only way to do it. Um, and um, and then I will also be at Rose City probably just as a spectator because it'll be my first year being able to go down there. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and then again, New York. Uh, hopefully I can get someone to share a table. I got waitlisted this year. I think everybody got waitlisted. That's the way it looks. What we should, what would, what we should do if we were smart is we would find a place in Jersey and just take all the (laughs) waitlisters and go, Hey, we're doing a waitlist con in Jersey. Come on over and check out everything we got. (laughs) So, so I don't want to talk too much out of school, but somebody was telling me there's another show in Jersey the same weekend. That's like heroes and villains or something. Uh, And like uh, Stephen Amell from, Arrow is going to be there. So that might actually not be a completely terrible idea. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's going to be on my headstone when I die. Not a completely terrible idea. That's the way I've lived. It's been my mantra. It's unfortunate that space is such a premium in Manhattan, because if I could find like a bar that had enough space to do it, I would just like organize something for a whole day, like just run out the bar and have a little artist Sally in there, and then the bar could just keep selling booze. Yeah, right. And, the and, they, and then karaoke. Comics people love karaoke. Exactly. And it's then not the worst. Have, it's not the worst idea. We could probably talk some venue if we could find a place with the space to do it for the guarantee. You know, the guaranteed uh, 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 take that they would have. They would have enough foot traffic to justify that. This is the way ideas come around, kids. You just start talking to creative people and you come up with a, a bar karaoke con starring <laughs> all of the waitlist people for NYCC. That's brilliant. It works, you know? Right. And we should probably run a Kickstarter for it. Yeah. You know what we could do? I'm telling you, we could do it in Jersey because nobody wants to go into the city anyway. You could just go to Hoboken and you can just see Jersey. You could just see the city anyway. Who wants to actually drive in or take the train? Just We'll do it in Jersey. We'll figure it out. Right, Bridge and Tunnel Con 2017. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, if you get Kevin Smith on board, it's like a done deal. Like, no, we don't need him. We'll get we'll get other Jersey people. I can think we can get other Jersey people. Maybe there's plenty of other Jersey. Yeah, people. yeah. You call it like the Bruce Springsteen convention, and then it'll be the biggest thing ever in Jersey. It'll be amazing. John Bon Jovi presents the NYCC waitlist convention. Right, done. Or just like you know, just like the uh, the the. The Meadowlands, right? It's it's in Jersey, but they call it the New York, you know, they call it the New York Giants, but they play in Jersey. Yep, so it's, it's all a lie, man. It's right. all a lie. same thing. We'll just call it the New York Con. We'll have it. We'll have it in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just throw. You know what? We'll just have it in Cincinnati, and then we can just say it's the NYCC Wake Con. Then I don't have to go anywhere, which would just be a lot easier for me. Right. I can come visit the fam. It'll be yeah. perfect. <laughs> they would really appreciate that. I bet. All right, well, Eric Palicki, he is on Kickstarter now. Give us your Twitter handles and stuff so people can follow you. Sure, I'm, I'm uh, at E. Palicki, E-P-A-L-I-C-K-I, at both Twitter and Facebook. Uh, not that anybody uses Facebook anymore. But, and then I am at The Palicki on Instagram. The Palicki. How did your sister yeah. feel about that one? How'd you wrestle that one away from her? I'm older. It's fine. <laughs> if it was willed to you, you will be The Palicki on Instagram when right, it's invented. Well, there is, there is in San Diego, California. There is a Erica Palicki, mm, and she has the Instagram at E Palicki. Now, how do you know she's? Have you stalked her? Like, have you gone to her house and tried to? 
So funny story. She bought, um, she bought P90X. And when she signed up for the warranty, uh-huh. she accidentally put at e or she put my my Gmail address, <laughs> her Gmail address, in the uh, in the information. So I got you know all of her warranty and all of these advertisements. I get an advertisement two or three times a week to get you know T25 or whatever other <laughs> Beachbody project. I get all the the Beachbody stuff now. <laughs> Did the shakes too? That's awesome. Cause the shakes are delicious. The shakes are really good. Yeah, they're so good. you've actually bought some stuff. So this worked. This was some elaborate ruse to get you to be more physically fit. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, Eric, thank you for coming on Word Bros. Um, I'm sorry you didn't get to talk to Kevin for very long. He was having okay. technical technical difficulties. Computer difficulties. My computer wanted to restart. So. Uh, Windows, ain't it great? But yes, the Kickstarter is going on now. Um, give as much money as you can to that bad boy. Again, what is the website for the Kickstarter, Eric? NightmareKickstarter.com. NightmareKickstarter.com. 176 pages of content can be yours. Just go to Kickstarter. Just go to Nightmare Kickstarter, and you can make this happen for There's a you. lot of good creators on that. So. It is. Yeah. It I, is. Am, I am just so thrilled by the people who agreed to be in this book um, and the, the stories that they've been turning in so far. And, you know, like, like people brought people into this book. You know, we got uh, Eric Zawadzki, who just finished up a great run on the dregs for Black Mask. Um, he wasn't originally part of the book, but Vita Ayala – um, she agreed to write for us and then she brought Eric in, uh, which was, you know, completely a, uh, uh, uh you know, we, we fluke, just, a fluke. Yeah. It, but I mean, it's great. He should have been in there from the beginning. Uh, it was an oversight on our part and now he's part of the book and he, he just turned in his first page of material, which you can see on the website That's awesome. on the Kickstarter page. So we're just thrilled with how it's coming together. It's great, man. Good luck. Best of luck to you. Best of luck to your career now as a freelance writer. I got a good feeling about you, Crash. Things are going to happen. <laughs> Things are going to happen for you. It's going to work. All right, man. All right. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to me tonight. Um, really, I was really excited to do it. You know, I mean, you know, we used to be, we used to be uh, con bros. We, used we to were. All the time. Yes. And then I went went like an idiot and moved across the uh, the country but you know what though we had one special night together in covington where we <laughs> shared the finest chinese food you can ever eat so it was yes. totally it was totally worth it yeah that ghost pepper spiced uh chinese food it was, was really fantastic. good what is the uh, kung pao america what it's got like three names but it's fantastic right. it was so good <laughs> it was really and the and portions I, I know a big bucket of food. And then I moved and they decided to cancel the con. So I'm going to, I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to take responsibility. I didn't want to say it, but Tony, <laughs> Tony called me and was like, there's no point in doing the show anymore. Cause Palicki's gone. And I said, all right. I mean, a lot of people are going to be bummed out, but I mean, you do, you go where your heart is, Tony. I think you told <laughs> you me the where, story, but I didn't go like, where your heart is. Now I know it's true. I loved it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I wanted to go this year, and then he was like, they're not doing it anymore, and I was like, oh. Hey, I got to shake Rick Remender's hand at that show. It was amazing. He was so – because I just walked up to him, and I was like, dude, you're awesome. And he was like, that's it? I said, that's it? And he was like, cool. <laughs> we went our separate ways. That was all it was. So. That's all you need. Yeah. So, Eric, thank you so much, buddy. I really appreciate it. And, uh, again, you're always welcome on the word, right?
All right, thank you to Eric Palicki for coming on Word Bros. Again, check out his Kickstarter. Go to kickstarter.com and search uh, This Nightmare Kills Fascists. And if you can, give a couple bucks to Eric. He's a good dude. They're doing good things over there. And uh, he's just one of the guys that I really like in this business, so it's cool. And, he, and he, they, they really like Chinese food together. It was fun. Dude, When you come, if you ever come, we'll go. It's really yummy. The donut place? Well, we'll go to the, I mean, we'll go to the donut place. We'll go to Holman's. I won't eat donuts, so we'll be, we'll be fine. But we'll go to the Chinese restaurant. We'll it's go really to the Chinese good. restaurant. Yeah, yeah. sure. And no, then, we can, then we can go to Taste of Belgium, too, which is chicken and waffles. Oh, yes. I love chicken and waffles. That's yeah. always delicious. The, the, the waffles they make at Taste of Belgium are really yummy. You don't, even, you don't even really need to put syrup on there because they put syrup in the batter. So it's super syrupy and yummy. It's really, really good. Oh, that sounds that sounds awesome. Yes, sounds, that sounds very good. Now, really so, good. in case you're wondering, like, why there was like a lot of Bob and not a lot of, a lot of my like background, like Muppet Show heckling, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as, as it usually is on on a Word Bros episode, is because my computer had to restart. So, uh, so we just want to get this done for for Eric. So, and he was on a time a time schedule. So, um, my computer took up most of the time. I would have been back there heckling. It's so. okay. It's okay. You know what? Though? I will say, I felt it felt weird without you. Aww, without that beautiful face of yours looking I love back you at me, you man. You know, it's just it's just one of those things, man. That like, you know, I I, I can do this by myself, but why bother? Why do I want to live? Why do I want to live word bros without you, dude? It doesn't make sense. And why would there be an S? I would just be the word bro. <laughs> I, I need you. I need you to keep the. <laughs> now we need now we need the outro with like a, a cool like Whitney Houston love song or something like a Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston love song. So that that would be a great outro for this one. Come over here. What are you doing over there? You still awake? What are you still awake for? Okay, I'll be in there in a second. Okay, I'm just finishing up. Say hi to Mr. Kevin. Hi, Miss. How are you doing? Here, I'll give you my phone, and you can start the Neil Diamond. Okay, and then I'll come in and hold your hand. Sophie's doing well. She can't sleep. Oh. Yes. Well, uh, Neil Diamond helps everyone sleep. Song, song, blue. I told her last night. Uh, I'll never hear that song again without thinking about her. Because she listens to it every night when she goes to bed. <laughs> you got it on repeat? All right. I'll be there in a minute, okay? Yes. Yes. Not not only am I a wonderful writer, but I have also poisoned my daughter's mind by making her listen to Neil Diamond. It's I don't think you've I, I think it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I think you've done much better than, than I have. My son has to listen to all kinds of stuff in the car. Like one time, I forgot I had Wu Tang in there, and then he would like was in the car. He's like, "What are you listening to?" Daddy, I was like, I'm scared. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoops. <laughs> I didn't even think about what was on. It just started playing, and it's louder in the back of the car. I had this the fade set up to the back, so I couldn't really hear it. It was just kind of like a little hum in the speakers in the front. And then <laughs> he can hear it in the back because it's like right there in his ear in the car seat. And I was like, "Oh wow, Daddy, I'm scared. <laughs> Daddy, yeah. make it stop." Yeah, yeah. So, so. but I'll right. let you go. So you yes, I, I'm. I'm gonna go put my daughter to bed. Thank you for listening to Word Bros. Two episodes in a week, man. We we only do it for the big the big timers. And Eric Palicki is a big timer. Go check out his Kickstarter. This nightmare kills fascists. And also buying his book, No Angel. It's, yeah, I read the first issue. I, he sent them. He sent. He sent me three of them. So that was very nice of him. Not three first issues. Three issues. That would be weird if he sent you three first issues. That, that would really would make a lot of sense. Would have been like, yeah. I anyway. wonder. They have different covers. I wonder if they're different. 
they're, they're not different inside. <laughs> Weird, man. All right, so thank you for listening to the Word Bros, and we will talk to you guys next week. Later. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.